support for this podcast is made possible by you. Visit allgirlsconsidered.org slash donate to help us build a world with endless possibilities for girls. I'm Ocean Garcia. And I'm Emma Ferry, and we're here at Liberty Hill Junior High School. This is All Girls Considered, a podcast dedicated to connecting girls and women. Today we have with us Tanisha. She is a roller skater. She uh, does a bunch of skate styles and also teaches lessons. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you for coming to talk to us. It's a pleasure to have you. <laughs> so, uh, what's your story? Hmm, what's my story? Um, so, as far as my skating background, I've been skating all of my life. I don't know my life without skating. Um, mainly because I've been skating since I was two years old. Uh, my dad brought me into roller skating and because he loves roller skating. So, like I say, I've been skating for a long, long time now since all of y'all probably born. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I teach classes now. I've been teaching for almost seven years. And uh, my background is primarily rhythm skating, so dance skating. And then I joined Roller Derby in 2011, where I played with the Texas Roller Girls uh, for a while. Well, I started with Houston Roller Derby. Then I went to uh, Texas Roller Girls. So, yeah, as far as my skate background, that's about it. And I'm just teaching pretty much full time now, and I enjoy what I do. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of like my little business right now. So can you explain roller derby for uh, viewers and listeners at home? Yeah, so roller derby is a sport played on roller skates. And there is a jammer, and there are blockers on the track. And the jammer's goal, well, the team's goal is to score points. But the jammer scores those points by going around and lapping the blockers, all while the blockers are trying to stop you, hit you, knock you down, all kinds of stuff to prevent you from getting points. So that's a little bit about roller derby. Um, yes. That seems like a very aggressive sport. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> definitely can be. I think Emma uh, knows a little bit about that. Where did you get your derby name Freight Train from? Yeah, so Freight Train, freight train was uh, a name that was given to me uh, because at first I didn't know all the rules to roller derby. So I just came through the pack, knocking people down, back blocking, doing all kinds of stuff that uh, is a penalty in roller derby. But yeah, and basically I knocked somebody down and she was like, you know, if you don't have a roller derby name yet, we're just going to call you Freight Train. So that's <laughs> how that happened. So how do you relate and interact with your uh, teammates and just people you're working with? Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, before the pandemic happened, I would practice with my teammates a lot more than I do now. Right now, there hasn't been any practices for a while, but there's a little bit of interaction through like social media and stuff like that. But otherwise, uh, if we talk about uh, pre-pandemic, you know, on the track, we have to rely on each other very heavily to get through uh, practices and games and challenges, all types of stuff like that. So um, I rely on them a lot and they rely on me a lot uh, because I primarily, primarily played as a jammer that scored points. 
So they depend on uh, me and I depend on them to help me out. <laughs> What's the worst injury you've gotten from skating? So, um, uh, fortunately I have not broken anything. So that's a good thing, but I have, uh, pulled some muscles in my uh, groin area, <laughs> in my shoulders, in, um, as well as my upper thigh by, uh, you know, they call it a dead leg when somebody hits you in the leg and your leg just kind of <laughs> stops working for a little bit. Yeah, I've experienced things like that. So I know when I pulled my shoulder uh, really bad, that took about three to four months to heal. That's because I decided to hit someone. Uh, it was a very large man that I probably should not have hit. <laughs> I probably should have ran away. <laughs> but I decided to do that. And um, yeah, my shoulder was like, nope. <laughs> I mean, courage. <laughs> What's your favorite style of skating? My all-time favorite type of skating is dance skating. Uh, that's my background, like I say, and I just love it so much. I feel so free uh, to just dance and enjoy the skating rink and the atmosphere. And it's a lot of great uh, socialization. I get to, uh, you know, get to know other skaters and just dance. And I do that all over the country. So I've, I've. Um, I've been to, I believe, 37 states, and I'm working my way up to 50 to skate all over the United States of, United States of America, and I go to something called Skate Jams, which are uh, national and international skate parties that happen in the middle of the night when everybody's asleep. <laughs> so. I feel like if I did that, my parents would be like, go to sleep. <laughs> I mean, adult life is different. <laughs> So when you were talking about this earlier, you were talking about, like, uh, socialism and uh, in uh, interaction and, like, uh, dancing and stuff. What mm -hmm. uh, How do you use these skills that you learn from roller derby in, like, your everyday life? Yeah, so through roller derby, I was able to accomplish quite a bit. Uh, I know one of the best life skills that I picked up from roller derby is how to teach. Um, I I was pretty like quiet in school, and I didn't talk too much, and I didn't really speak up very much at all. Uh, but now I I have I kind of acquired some skills uh, to learn how to uh, present myself uh, as far as like coaching wise, and. I've been all over the place through coaching roller derbies. So I've been to Australia and London, um, all over the place, like all over the place because of roller derby and teaching. And that was a skill that roller derby kind of taught me uh, because like some of my, my fans that I had, they was like, could you coach a class? And I was super uh, nervous about that at first, but I decided to try it. And once I tried it, it pretty much changed my whole life. And um, also roller derby was a key component of uh, me leaving Houston to move to Austin. So I quit my job. Um, I broke my lease on my apartment to come to Austin and play roller derby. Um, and it changed my life. 
love traveling. I just like. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe maybe you can get inspired because I've been yeah. everywhere, and you can go everywhere too. <laughs> if you could visit anywhere and skate, where would you visit? <laughs> I think I want to go um, to Japan. I want to go to Japan and uh, check out Japan Roller Derby and some of the roller rinks out there. Uh, I think that would be really cool to see in a huge uh, difference from the way things are done here at the United States. Uh, I think I've watched that before, and it was amazing. Yeah, there's some pretty amazing skaters out there. Like, if you look it up on YouTube, there's tons of videos of uh, skaters out there. Mm-hmm what some people do like backflips on skates yeah. and stuff and I'm like how are you not dying yeah. <laughs> do you do any skate park skating so I do very 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 <laughs> little <laughs> skate park skating um, I have been do- I call it secret skate park mm-hmm. uh, so it's secret skate park lessons that I do um, <laughs> it's not it's not uh, heavily advertised but I do do a little tiny bit of skate park, so I can teach others, but if we get to, like, flipping backflips and all that other stuff, I ain't doing all that. <laughs> like, I don't understand how people can do that. It's like, it blows me away what some people can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you should check out, like, Lady Trample and all that other stuff. You know, they, they're really big in skate parks, so they're really good. What skaters do you look up to? Um, I say I, I still, and I will always look up to, uh, my dad because mm-hmm. he, he brought me into this skating environment and, uh, it provided for a lot of opportunities for me, mm-hmm. um, in my, you know, in my whole life. So that was a very, uh, important and very, uh, good skill that he brought to me and it's helped me along the way as I've grown older and now I get to kind of teach others and share the same experience that I got from my own dad when he was teaching me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the viewers out there and maybe a little bit Bobby <laughs> uh, what advice do you have for uh, beginner uh, skaters that are looking into going into roller derby and like learning the skills behind it Okay, so number one, you want to get your foundational skills up. That's going to be learning how to forward skate, learning how to cross over, backward skating, backwards crossovers, transitions, and balance. So once you kind of have those foundational skills, you'll be like super solid in roller derby. So uh, I would say like, shoot, if you have a local roller derby league, like look them up, uh, send them an email, tell them that you're interested in learning how to skate, and I'm sure someone from that league will be happy to teach you how to skate. <laughs> Who taught you about derby and the different foundational uh, skills you need to learn for it? So, um, Let's see. Whew, gotta think back. Ten years. Okay, so <laughs> I was introduced to roller derby um, by my dad giving me a flyer, and he was introduced to it by a 
man named Mr. John in Houston, Texas, uh, who owned a skate shop. So my dad was getting his skates fixed at that skate shop, and the guy that owned the shop was heavily into roller derby, and he asked my dad if he had a daughter. And my dad was like, yes, I have a daughter. Why? (laughs) Um, And he was like, she should play roller derby. And he gave my dad a flyer. My dad gave me that flyer. And I remember me and my brothers checking out Roller Derby on YouTube back in 2011. And, uh, you know, we were seeing some crazy stuff. So, and my brother, my brother was like, Tanisha, you going to let them hit you in the head? You going to let them do They going to they gonna bust your teeth. But <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, it ended up being a little different than that I think I uh, think there's more rules in place now so ain't nobody busting nobody up in the head like that um, <laughs> but yeah that's kind of how I got introduced long story <laughs> you we were talking about the past and we uh, see you present now what do you mm-hmm. see yourself in the future in like 10 years future 10 years um, let's see. Well, I would love to, well, as far as skating wise, I would love to perhaps look at my own facility where I will teach different forms of skating or uh, some type of fitness facility where I could do like step aerobics classes and skating at the same time. Uh, so that's way, way into the future, but it would be nice to have a facility of my own, to have my own rental skates. I do have some rental skates here, but, uh, I would like to acquire a lot more. So that's what I kind of see in the future. Um, let's see, outside of that, I will continue to be traveling to hit all 50 states. I plan on taking more road trips with my car <laughs> to go get to those states, and um, I'm excited about that. You plan on driving all the way up to Alaska <laughs> because, like, that's a long drive from Texas. It is a long way, but you know what? Um, I always wanted to drive to California, and uh, two summers ago, I did that. I drove to California by myself. It took me 24 hours <laughs> to get to California, but yeah it it was a lot of fun though I learned a lot along the way, especially when that rock fell and hit the hit my rental car. I was just like, oh no <laughs> it broke the glass too. I was like, Jeez. okay, well, <laughs> that's just a part of road trips, right and you see a lot of very cool things out there um like it's it's a different experience than just flying to mm-hmm. California. So it's like a whole adventure. So. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I get so carsick. Like I, I, I uh, for Florida, for vacation, uh, we, I sometimes go to Florida because uh, my grandma lives there. And honestly, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like in pain the entire time. Some people need a little better rest. Yeah, it makes it impossible because I can't. Uh, like the only thing I can do is like look out the window and listen to music. Well, it'd probably be different once you you're actually behind the wheel uh-huh. driving. Yeah, you enjoy it a little bit more. The coolest place you visited is. Let's see. 
definitely uh, Melbourne, Australia. Uh, so everything is different over there. It's opposite. <laughs> so while you're walking on the right, as if you normally would here in the United States, they're all walking on the left. So uh -huh. I remember going to the airport and I'm just getting in everybody's way <laughs> because I'm walking on the right. And then um, I remember uh, someone picked me up in their car and I kept going to the wrong side of the car because uh -huh. the steering wheels are flipped mm -hmm. and the other, on the other side. And, and then I remember seeing one... Like we were driving on the freeway and it said 100 at the speed. Oh, yeah. And it's not 100 miles per hour. <laughs> it's in kilometers. I was like, I was like, man, 100 miles per hour. They really trust these folks out here. <laughs> but yeah, everything's like opposite out there. And uh, breakfast is called breaky, breaky out there. So, and then. And then they gave me hot water. They don't usually put ice in the water. I was like, okay. <laughs> it's a whole nother ball game out here. I know this is mentioned a lot, but is it true that whenever you're in Australia, the toilet, fl the water flushes backwards? <laughs> you know what? For some reason, I knew you about to try to <laughs> And I want to say that I did see one toilet that flushed in reverse but the other ones had like a different type of a flushing system where there's like a little flap and it just opens and the water goes down so how do you plan on getting to Hawaii if you're going to drive oh yeah <laughs> oh well I mean, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna drive to every single state I guess that could be something I do in like retirement or something I, I drive to a few. I, did, I have been to Hawaii. Hawaii was very nice. Um, I know. Mm -hmm. You could go on the ferry thing oh, and like your car on the ferry. It'll take yeah. my car forever to get there by a boat. <laughs> so, um, any advice you have in general for the uh, girls and women listening right now? Uh... Let's see. So I say, like, I've been talking about skating since I was, I, since I could remember, like, second grade, <laughs> for sure. Just talking about skating, just running my mouth about skating, trying to get people to skate all <laughs> the time. But never would I have imagined it's taking me uh, where it has now so if there's anything that you are super passionate about there is a niche for you somewhere okay all you gotta do is get started start mm -hmm. talking about that thing you love to do or you love to work on and just just like expand on it like if um you know there's people out there talking about different brands of peanut butter they are making a killing out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're just really into peanut butter or you're really into pizza tasting. Like mm -hmm. random stuff like that oh. could, could take you far. Like really, really far. I don't know if y'all have seen the guy who uh, does pancake, pancake art. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, 
He has a whole business. <laughs> I can't remember his name, but I was just watching his stuff today because now his business has expanded and he has other artists under him and they go out and they teach classes now. That's all about doing pancakes. That is so like interesting. Like it's so innovative. No, but but he has people like Katy Perry and reaching out to him to make pancakes. What? It's just isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Honestly, half the careers you become famous and you don't expect to be famous in. Like pancakes. Yeah. My wife revolves around pancakes. <laughs> it's not a sentence you hear yeah. every day. Hello, I am famous, and I got famous by pancakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we would like to thank you for taking the time out of your day to interview with us. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day for this. I know you have like a super busy schedule. I see yes. you're constantly doing something. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yes. It means a lot that you took that time out of your day to come with us and talk about Derby and just life in general. Yes. Honestly, there's not a lot of adults I would say that would do that. <laughs> life stressful. Anything else you'd like to bring up before we start to wrap this up? Uh, no, I don't have much of anything else. I, shoot, I, you know... Y'all done been out of school so many times. I would have loved that back in my day. <laughs> I don't know. The only problem with that is the fact that you had to do school online no, while yes. you're out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think I would have liked that. But I don't know. <laughs> I will never know. <laughs> so but. thank you again for taking this time out of your day. Yeah, you're welcome. It was great to uh, be on your show. <laughs> uh, I'm Ocean Garcia. And I'm Emma Feria, and this is All Girls Considered. <laughs>